in the flesh. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by Zach Smith, the Waco Trib. Got to meet Zach recently and wanted to have him on the air. Zach, first of all, uh, happy anniversary to you. I think you were uh, celebrating a big anniversary when I was trying to reach you the other day. And uh, that is a good reason. If you're going to say no to me, it, it has to be a wonderful reason, and that qualifies. So uh, congratulations, and also welcome to uh, Waco. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you uh, you know, bearing with me there that first time. It's been a wonderful three years with my wife, so we went to went out and had a nice dinner, and it was just a, just a fantastic evening, and yeah, happy to be here. How how are you doing on restaurants in Waco? Did you find the level of of romance and uh, was it was it what she was it what she wanted in terms of uh, you know whatever you know she I don't know if she's like y'all are steak folks or or seafood. I mean, have you been out kind of you know checking out all our dining options in Central Texas? Not yet, not yet. I really have yet to. We really have yet to uh, really explore. Everything that Waco has to offer, I know I've heard plenty that Waco is an underrated food town. So there, I know there's plenty to explore, uh, but we kind of like to try new things. And, you know, I'm not afraid to try seafood one day and then an elk steak the next day or something crazy. So um, we haven't tried Waco yet, but I'm looking forward to uh, to diving in once we're once we have a little bit more time to to do that, so yeah, I don't not, not yet, I, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're your place for elk steak. I wouldn't get too gamey or anything like that. Uh, but that's what uh, I had last I, week, so that's why I said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right there, that's yeah. nice, nice. Okay, all right. Well, I've 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 ventured out and found all the places. So anytime you want to catch up on that front. Now, what about these Baylor uh, the scrimmage, these practices? You can't see a lot of them, but you've been seeing a little bit. Um, it was a quote from uh, Dave Aranda said Mike Smith, the linebacker, that it was, quote, the Mike Smith show, apparently the other day. Zach, I would say in your time with us, you've heard Mike Smith's name a lot. It's kind of remarkable, isn't it, how big an impact he seems to be making without ever playing a down for the Bears, coming in the portal um, what do you? What kind of sense are you getting about this guy? And then having heard from him, why do you think he's been able to make such a big impact, even to the point where he was at media days? Um, right. I mean, that's that's kind of shocking. You would normally bring all your your, your players who had already been on the roster. You wouldn't have like your your transfers with you, but they seem to think a lot of Mike Smith. What are your impressions of him? so far and what what are, what are your expectations for him i yeah i think he can be a complete game changer for uh, a baylor defense that really you know is going to go up against it in the big 12 um you know he is one of the most intense people i've ever met and uh, i think aranda was talking after the scrimmage you know his language mike smith's language his first language is football and and i know that's kind of cliche but with Mike Smith, it's it's so true. I mean, he just takes everything so seriously, so intensely, and, you know, just it seems like his name comes up whether I'm talking to the offensive line group or the safeties or even Blake Shapin and the quarterbacks. Like, everybody is pointing to Mike Smith and how intense he's 
taking it and how just it's it, just added a completely new level of focus uh, to the Baylor defense and to kind of the group as a whole. It's just it's so impressive. And like you said, especially to do it uh, in his first year here, like he hasn't even taken an official snap, but um, he's just he's kind of showed out wherever he was, whether that was in at a Mississippi community college and one year at Liberty. And, you know, so this is not nothing new for him, but to do it at Baylor at at a big time college football program like Baylor, man, it is really, really impressive. And he is just a really impressive, uh, his level of, like I said, his level of focus, his level of intensity, it just, it really stands out. Yeah, he has a nice sport coat, too, that he put on at Media Day. I'm looking at it right now on the Waco Trib website. I think you'd call that like a, I don't know, I guess you'd go pink or something along those lines, fuchsia, but yeah, uh, yeah. quite a. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, I would say so. Now, staying on defense, I thought that was interesting that uh, he brought up T.J. Franklin. That's not no surprise, but mm-hmm. Dave Aranda brought up Corey Gordon. As in, in said boy, players in the past had commented on how twitchy he was. Um, as you kind of settle in and start to get to know this roster, Zach, I mean, it seems like Corey Gordon is bringing a lot to the table. And, boy, they, they need that. They, they have a history with uh, Jalen Petrie of great safety play. They lost some mm-hmm. safeties last year, lost some DBs that either transferred out or whatever. But this – this was interesting to me that Gordon seems to be popping in these scrimmages. Um, what have you been able to determine about him? And and is he? Are we? Should we kind of expect him to be in one of those sort of hybrid type things that uh, that we got to know with Petrie? Right. He's he's going to be playing a little bit of the, the star position. You know, the high kind of defensive back part, kind of like linebacker. Uh, not afraid to rush the passer. So. Yeah, I, I think he's, uh, like you said, they, they absolutely need more of those guys uh, that can do a little bit of everything, and, and especially, um, you know, with his size and, and, and speed. Uh, man, what an X factor. If you have a guy like that that isn't afraid to kind of go out and do anything, whether that's rush the passer or, you know, defend a, a deep ball, like he can do it all, and uh, obviously he's turning some heads. All right, and uh, boy, you, you're out there, Zach, uh, on kind of a daily basis. Who are some of the players that you'll, you've heard from? I like these tight ends. I mean, that's an interesting room because it goes very deep. And when they bring the tight ends out, a lot of times they they'll bring like five guys over. I mean, they have a they kind of have a hard time narrowing it down, don't they? Drake Dabney's always been one of my favorites, and he's turned into a nice player. But they really seem to be deep. At that position, Zach, and I think that's going to help Blake Shapin because that's the one thing he's he know you know that Ben Sims was a great valve escape valve for him, and they had some great connection. Do you think tight end could end up being really important for these Bears? Hundred percent. Yeah, they got there. There are nine tight ends on the roster, uh, so it's an incredibly deep uh, deep room. And then bringing in Jake Roberts from uh, North Texas. Um, I think he can. Uh, he probably won't be Ben Sims, but uh, you know, I think he's got that ability to receive, but uh, a really strong uh, blocking ability. And um, yeah, so I, it, no question, tight end is going to help. 
Blake Shapin, and it really helps that uh, uh, Jeff Grimes is also the tight end coach, and he works with them on a daily basis. Uh, What was it? A couple days ago, they were out there, and they were hurdling. The tight ends were practicing hurdling, right? So whatever that tells you. Uh, But, um, yeah, so I think they're going to be used in a really unique way, and they're going to probably be a bigger part of the offense than – than you than you expect. So uh, and, and like I said, they're really deep, and they've got some guys that have have proven their ability to to help out in that way. Zach Smith, Waco Trib, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You don't want your quarterbacks hurdling. I've seen guys do that in the past. Okay, they can, you can end up getting toppled over. Maybe your tight ends are okay. Uh, but they and they do have some athletic guys. I'm glad you brought up Jake. He's a, from from UNT. He's going to be fun. And Drake Dabney, extremely athletic. Um, he got banged up last year. Good to see him back. Kelsey came in last year and and, and filled in. Now, Zach, are you starting to already familiarize yourself with these uh, with these new border schools arriving in 2024? Uh, four new schools: Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado. Utah. Uh, how cool is it that Utah was already on the schedule? Uh, and if, are you like me? Does that game now almost feel you feel a little more juice connected to that one now that we know Utah is going to be in the conference in 2024? Yeah, it's, it's, it, it just raises the level of importance to, to that game. Uh, just just takes it to another level, and it's it's really cool to see, and it's really exciting, you know, to see. The expansion, I, I, I'm all for it. I, I think that the, the Big 12 can, can is just – it needs to survive, and this is what it needs to do to survive. And, you know, I, I think it's a great thing for the conference and a great thing uh, for Baylor to kind of go new places and play new teams on a, on a more regular basis because, you know, we saw it – or you saw it last year with – last couple of years with uh, BYU and now they're here and, and then Utah for the next couple of years. So – um, yeah, it's it's just that game is was already circled on the calendar, and now it's just circled with a big red marker now because it's uh, it's 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 a big game. You like the way this schedule sets up for the Bears as we get closer to it. The eight home games, two very interesting road games. Well, and the K State game, of course. But it, right. at, go to Orlando, go to Cincinnati. I mean, if you get on a roll with this schedule. I mean, I I really don't think winning eight or nine games is completely out of the realm of possibility. Are you do you have a similar feeling as you kind of think a think ahead and look down the road on the schedule? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think that I think Baylor could be a a surprise Big Twelve title game uh, team potentially. I mean, obviously, you have to have some things fall the right way. I think that Texas game is going to be a difficult game. I think Texas is the real deal. But, but uh, you know, after that, you know, I think that Texas Tech game is is kind of the determining factor for Baylor. Um, you know, Texas Tech is really good this year, and they've got some good pieces coming back. I love Joey McGuire as a head coach. And then, you know, you I know you go to Kansas State, uh, to TCU, but both of those games, Baylor sees those teams the week after those teams play Texas. So, Maybe, maybe they'll be beat up a little bit by then, or, you know, who knows? So I think that the, the, the schedule sets up perfectly for Baylor to kind of be that surprise team, if you even want to call them that, uh, to contend for a Big 12 title shot. 
keep saying that Texas is the real deal. All right, I want everybody to play <laughs> them up and continue to rate them so highly. I can't remember where they are in the AP poll. What did they end up, 11 or 12 or somewhere 11, like that? 11, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shocking they're not like six or something. The FPI, like ESPN poll, had them, I swear it was like five or six. Somehow the, the ESPN numbers always puts them up high. I'm like, the Longhorn Network's going away. I don't think ESPN <laughs> still needs to be jumping on, on the bandwagon as much. But I do kind of like. I mean, first of all, I, what I don't understand about them, and you know that team, I don't understand, yeah. like, why we make this leap on Quinn Ewers. Like, you know, a lot of times it's kind of like you got to show us something before we go, okay, this is like a top five quarterback in America. He was really erratic uh, in a lot of areas last year. Why do you think people are are so able to embrace with, is it just because he has such great playmakers? Uh, at wide receiver, that it's almost like it would be hard for him not to make a jump at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we all consider, or I think overall, Sark, uh, Steve Sarkeesian is considered, you know, the quote-unquote quarterback whisperer, right? So it's like you think once Steve Sarkeesian starts working with Quinn Ewers and really gets him in his system, he should be able to take that leap because we saw what he did at South Lake Carroll and. You know, he went to Ohio State as the, like the best recruit ever, right? And uh, or one of them. And um, yeah, so I, I I don't know why we think he should be the guy, but I think he definitely has the talent to be the guy. And Sarkeesian is the quarterback whisperer, right? So it's like all the it's all cooked up to the point where you, all the stars are aligned for him to you know do that. But can he do it consistently? campus now and you know people will get excited about him as things start to unfold what do you think being a big 10 guy you came from michigan state what do you think of uh oregon and washington ending up there um i mean i i don't know michigan michigan state i guess you can look forward to some of those matchups you can get ready for the uh usc um, I mean, is that do those kind of things? The addition of those four new schools to the Big Ten does it have the the Michigan men and the Michigan State folks like yourself? Are 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 you are those fans and your buddies excited about those additions? Still scratching their heads a little bit about it? Where's the Big Ten? Sus? I mean, I I think that all of my friends are are excited to kind of take that uh, you know maybe every other year something will meet in Seattle or, or uh, Eugene or LA or something uh, I know I, I I went out to uh, Seattle last year when Michigan State actually played at Washington I just went as a fan and uh, it, it's a beautiful stadium a beautiful area you know and like I said before about the Big 12 I like the conferences expanding all that stuff uh, and I think all of my friends and all, everybody that I've talked to uh, is excited about having those those new schools in the Big Ten, um, but I understand how teams like Oregon State, Washington State, kind of feel like they got the short end of the stick. But um, from a Big Ten perspective, everybody I've talked to is very excited about having them join the fold. All right, so you like that Washington, the waterfront type stadium? You'll notice that McLean Stadium. Uh, you were out there the other night, a be- kind of beautiful mm-hmm. like that. There's one kind of on the water there in uh, uh, Knoxville. 
They've got a lot of river, some cell gating that happens before those games. I would say Knoxville, Baylor, Washington, all those all those stadiums on the water. Uh, that's really enjoyable. But I've, I have heard that Washington. I've been to Seattle a lot. I don't think I've ever been over there to look at Beautiful that stadium. stadium. Was it just gorgeous? Gorgeous. It's it's awesome. I, I Seattle and just the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's just uh, you know it seems like another world, especially when it's you know been a hundred degrees for you know three months down here. You go up to the Pacific Northwest and it's just so refreshing. <laughs> Everything about that place. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, anything's refreshing compared to where we are right now. Although the cold front's moving in, and uh, tomorrow, uh, settle in, Zach. A low of sixty-seven. I think I saw a low on Tuesday of sixty-seven. I, that may be like four or five in the morning, but I mean that's <laughs> worth getting up for just to experience Still that. Counts. Yeah, to Still see counts. what that feels like. I'm I'm playing tennis tomorrow morning. At like seven a.m., just to just to kind of get out there and experience what it's supposed to feel like, which is like low seventies. I mean that that is going to be amazing. All right, Zach, um, man, you're out there again covering all these Baylor things. Have you heard from uh, John Warner? I mean, has he been? Uh, uh, has he? Uh, have you reached out or compared notes with him? Has he been helpful at all, or has the man just gone away and and told everybody not to bother him? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't talked to him in the last couple weeks but uh you know we had we were doing some some high school football stuff uh, a few weeks ago and i know there was uh he was in the he was in the group chat a little bit talking about going i think he went to indiana with his his, his wife for the midwest somewhere um so i haven't talked to him for the last couple weeks but um yeah we, he helped me out a lot when i first started uh last month we had a good long conversation about what to expect how to do it and you know he's been awesome. He's I know he's a legend, yeah. and uh, you know he's been he's just been awesome. All right, if if you can't get a hold of him and you need some old SWC stories or perspective, <laughs> holler at me, okay? And Jerry Hill's yeah, always yeah. available. There's a lot of us that kind of grew up on all this stuff, and John Morris, the voice of the Bears. So Zach, we're uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, and uh, look forward to being around you this fall. It'll be a lot because there's eight home games, so we'll all be out there a whole lot. Appreciate you doing this. No problem. Loved it. Happy to be here. Excited about the season, and uh, you know, looking forward to it. All right, there he goes, Zach Smith, Waco Trib, our newest member. Oh my gosh, Aaron, we're running late uh, on our 5:20. Old stretch is going to be is not going to be pleased with us. Glenn Stretch Smith.